What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All we can be sure of is this. Zach Berry and Grayson Weir are hashtag not committed. I love a good train wreck. Hey, what up? This is Not Committed. I'm your host, Zach Berry. Also with me here, Grayson Weir, as always, coming to you a day late, but we're still here for episode number two. Heading into the doldrums of the summer, dead period is still going on, but Ole Miss very active in recruiting with basketball. Thursday added an on-three consensus four-star to the class. Talk with Jamie Shaw in the second segment of the show. He gives his thoughts on Rashad Marshall's game, what he brings to Ole Miss, and he talks a little bit more about what they got in the 2022 class and a couple names that they are looking at in the 23 class. Grayson, good morning. Morning, Zach. How are we? We are doing great. We are thriving once again. We are outdoors in the shade. It is nice. Um, But we're not going to get in too much to the weather. We're not going to talk television, film, none of that. Um, I will say real quick, since I mentioned film, we have to uh, give a shout-out to uh, the late, great James Kahn, who unfortunately passed away on Thursday. What an absolute legend. Probably going to watch Godfather at some point this weekend. Maybe uh, maybe some Dick Tracy as well. Um, RIP to the legend there. Absolutely. Also, uh, got to get some Elf on the, on the list. Yeah, you know, that's a story for another day. I'm not a big Elf guy. I, uh, oh, gosh. I, I think it's a very overrated Christmas film. Um, but James Conn was great in it. Um, but, all right, we're not here to talk. Christmas movies. If we were, we would be talking Die Hard first and foremost. Well, let's get into some recruiting. Um, I brought this to your attention. I was surprised that that I brought it to your attention. I figured you would have already seen it, but posted it on the board a couple of days ago. Um, Jeremy Darlow, and I have to do a quick search here of who he is exactly. Um, he uh, is a three-time author. Uh, he's a brand consultant to athletes, VP of marketing. Um, so he's with Adidas. Um, so 
yeah, he's got a good thing going on. Check him out, jeremydarlow.com. Um, he posted an interesting uh, study on Twitter the other day about uh, college football brand rankings. Um, so this is according to the official visit brand scores determined by a survey of 1,000 high school football players. So this is high school, uh, not college, not fans, not coaches. This is high school football players. Um, you go, you run down the list of the OVBS rankings here, Alabama number one, no shock there, Ohio State right there at number two, Georgia three, Oklahoma four, Clemson five. You get a bit farther down the list, though, at a 7.02 score, Ole Miss at number 15. Now, let me read off some notable programs that are below Ole Miss, according to 1,000 high school football players. Michigan is right below them at 16, Tennessee at 18, Southern Cal at 19, Auburn at 21, Mississippi State at 23, South Carolina 25, Kentucky 26. Um, I, I, I mean, look, you, you, can, you can see the whole list. If you follow Jeremy Darlow on Twitter, you can see it on our board as well at omspirit.com, part of on three. But I, I was shocked at this. Because of who they surveyed, it's high school football players. I don't know if this is a direct result of, you know, not not as not as not really recency bias, but recency success with Kiffin, what they were able to do with, um, you know, Hugh Freeze and the recruiting and what they did in 2014, 2015, and then even with the Matt Luke era, they still had a lot of popular names. You know, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, Dawson Knox, Evan Ingram. Um, they had some some big time names that were playing on those teams that weren't exactly successful um, on the field, but obviously are in the NFL ranks now. But what does this, what was the first thought that came to your mind when you saw this list and you saw Ole Miss at 15? Um, well, first of all, I think I missed it. I was, I was out of town over the weekend. I want to give a shout out to Ryan Arneson and Tyler England for listening. Great wedding, Ryan. I hope you're enjoying your honeymoon, but um I missed this completely and I'm doing hopefully, some hopefully right he's now. listening to this on his honeymoon. Yeah. <laughs> um, he might be, he says he listens, but anyway, <laughs> I, I, I totally missed this graphic. So I'm, I'm still kind of digesting it as in real time here, official visit. Um, I'm doing some, some digging into what they do and basically they rank college football programs by and coaches by the players. So for example, I'm looking here, Tom Allen has a 4.92 out of five um, based off of 13 rankings. You've got guys like Isaac Gross on here giving him a five-star review saying, I was all over the place at practice. I thought I was going to get moved to linebacker because of my size. I was always run over to Tom Allen and mess around with him. And I had a great time with him. He's a great coach. So basically this resource allows current and former athletes uh, college football players in particular to rank stadiums, coaches, climates, etc. cetera. Uh, um, so now mind you, they only spoke with 1000 high school football players. So that's not a huge sample size, but the fact, and I'd be curious to know, you know, where they were surveyed because I wonder, you know, if you, if you survey a high school football player in Oregon versus mm-hmm. a high school football player in Mississippi, you know, those rankings are going to be very different. So there's a, I guess my initial reaction here 
would be, I want to know more. I want to know who these players are being surveyed and I want to know where they come from. Um, but to see Ole Miss at 15 is really cool. And it kind of goes hand in hand with another thing that I saw today. Uh, Fox College Football, like the Fox, Big Fox, posted college football's most valuable programs. Um, and it's based off of estimated annual value from Forbes.com. Uh, Ole Miss sits 24th with 84 million with Clemson behind them. And then some programs that are in front of them are like Texas, obviously, Texas A&M. Michigan, Alabama, Ohio State, all that stuff. But Ole Miss, again, top 25 on college football's most valuable programs. So when you kind of put these two together, um, it's pretty neat in terms of, like, Ole Miss is a recognizable national brand, obviously in its current state because of Lynn Kiffin. But like you said, this also is coming off of the Matt Luke era and and – I guess my initial reaction here would be credit to Matt Luke. Um, He obviously was not the guy long-term and for all the people who wanted to keep him on instead of hiring Lane Kiffin, you were wrong, but that doesn't take away from what Matt Luke did to keep this program relevant. And, and Ole Miss is a national name and a national program and has been really since the Eli Manning days. I mean, obviously you go all the way back to Archie, but, in the modern era, Eli Manning and, and that team kind of really got the ball rolling. And then it was kind of up and down. And now it's all the way up, at least as up as it can be without reaching the college football playoff. And that's mm-hmm. pretty neat. Fifteenth um, is great. I was a little bit surprised to see North Carolina at 14. Um, but I guess you're just talking history there. But Ole Miss is ahead of Michigan, Florida State, Tennessee, USC, UCLA. That's a shock to me. Um, I think you could, you could, and this is just my opinion. North Carolina might be a little inflated due to Jumpman and the Jordan brand. Um, yeah, that makes sense. You know, we talk a lot about, you know, we tongue in cheek about Tennessee and how it feels like 98 and, you know, oh, Vols are back. And, you know, they won a national title in 98 and they were the premier SEC brand in the 90s. And, you know, I don't know if we've discussed it on this show. We might have talked about it off, you know, off air. But, you know, Tennessee was kind of one of the first schools in the in the conference to recruit nationally. They're kind of in a weird spot where they're right. kind of stuck in the middle. Um, and Tennessee is not known for its high school talent, you know, the depth of it year in, year out. So they had to kind of branch out and go to Georgia, go to North Carolina, go to South Carolina. And then Philip Fulmer did a great job of just recruiting nationally. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, Tennessee's behind them. Another big one, Nebraska is at 38 and, you know, Nebraska was a household name in the nineties back when they had, you know, Scott Frost at quarterback and, um, you know, they had some, some national championship seasons with Tom Osborne and they were loaded, but kids these days, these high school kids that they're surveying, they didn't grow up watching Nebraska. They weren't even alive when Nebraska was winning national titles. So, when these big time programs that, you know, Nebraska, I don't even know what the streak is at now, but they sell out every game and, you know, go big red and all that. But these kids don't grow up watching Nebraska on Saturday. And, and I think that this is, I think indicative of, you mentioned Matt Luke and you you can make all the jokes you want about Mississippi made, but I think they did a nice job 
promoting the program, selling it to recruits. They still recruited well. I mean, somebody asked the other day when talking about um, Sunterian Perkins and how Alabama is really pushing to flip him, um, you know, somebody on the board was like, when's the last time Ole Miss, you know, beat out some blue bloods for some top 50 guys? And, you know, I was like, hey, like, we're not too far removed from Jerry and Ely picking Ole Miss over Clemson and Benito Jones picking Ole Miss over Alabama and A.J. Brown picking Ole Miss over Alabama. So even with the lack of success on the field, Matt Luke and them still did a nice job bridging from the Hugh Freeze era to the Lane Kiffin era and still having some talent on the roster for him. But, yeah, I mean, I think Kiffin and his brand and how he handles Twitter and, and handles social media and, and everything about, you know, the quirks and the funny stuff that he does, everything with him and his staff, you know, from Alex Collins to Kelvin Bolden to Chris Partridge to Randall Joyner, Dane Stevens, Seth Day. I mean, all these guys they brought in, they're young, they're energetic, and they're obviously doing a great job selling the program. Yeah, and you make a really good point. You know, I kind of – when I'm looking at this, you kind of have to put yourself in the shoes of a current high schooler. You're right. I mean, because when I see Nebraska, I think – you know, I, I wasn't alive. I mean, I was alive, but I wasn't competent and, and sentient to the success that – Nebraska was having in the late nineties, even in the early nineties, I wasn't even alive. And I still consider Nebraska a solid brand, but I also don't consider them cool. These high school kids who are, you know, 20, 30 years removed from Nebraska's success. They have not seen Nebraska succeed. Washington, many of these high school kids weren't, necessarily dialed into college football the way that they are <laughs> now that they're being recruited yeah when washington was really good and and chris you know all that stuff arkansas yeah, I don't, is another i, I don't think these kids remember matthew tuiasapopo <laughs> yeah jeez that's a name um arkansas at 35 is up 14 it's an example of 20 years ago arkansas wasn't a brand at all and now Arkansas is kind of cool again, you know? Yeah. So it's interesting. Missouri is the big, again, I'm still kind of digesting this in real time here because I hadn't seen this yet. Um, Nebraska or Missouri at 29 is up 23 spots over the last four years. That's surprising to me because I would consider Missouri not to be, you know, necessarily a cool brand, but almost being at 15 speaks wonders to, I, I mean, I really think, kind of it says for the last four years but let's let's even expand it further Ole Miss has become a relevant cool national brand since Mm -hmm. college game day was in the grove with Katy Perry that was the game in my opinion that really made Ole Miss cool in the modern era and it's only continued to be cool over the last five six years even when the team was bad like you said AJ and DK were cool so this is, this is neat to see that high schoolers want to give Ole Miss the time of day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as we close here, looking at some of the biggest drops, um, the biggest jump is obviously, uh, you mentioned at Missouri, up 23 spots. Um, a couple other, couple other notable jumps. A&M's up 17. I don't know how Bama jumped 18. I don't know if they were still number one and just jumped 18. Um, yeah, neither. But uh, Washington State dropped 24. Um, 
uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's just, you know, after Ryan Leaf, they really fell off and, um, you know, maybe Mike, Mike Leach isn't there. So he's not saying stupid things and getting them, you know, sound bites on ESPN. Um, Cal dropped 22. I mean, you, you got to get Marshawn Lynch back out there on the golf cart, do something. Um, but, but yeah, just a, just a crazy thing that I think just kind of justifies what Ole Miss fans feel right now. Um, yeah. You know, I know we're on the heels of a national championship in baseball, but I mean, Lane Kiffin won 10 games in the regular season for the first time ever. Um, you know, 10, get, 10 wins for the first time um, since 2015. Um, before that, it was 2003. So they're, you know, building something regardless of how you feel about recruiting right now. And they're not getting commits left and right like all these other schools. Um, they're going to stay the course and, and do what they do. But I think it should be encouraging for you as a fan to know that Lane Kiffin is doing his best to promote and, and improve the brand and develop this reputation that, you know, Hey, I'm here. I'm building something here at Ole Miss. I mean, they're doing all the facility upgrades. So I think this is something that kind of lends to what we've talked about over the last year that I have a sneaky suspicion that Lane Kiffin likes Oxford. He likes Ole Miss. He knows he can win there now after he won 10 games. And, um, you know, with the transfer portal being, such a big deal and, and they're utilizing it um, in a clever way to build a roster. Um, I, I would, I don't think it's too far fetched to say that Ole Miss is a brand that's here to stay. Yeah. And I agree. And, and speaking to the Lane Kevin thing before we wrap here and, and get over to the basketball court, um, there was a sports illustrated article recently where Lane Kevin straight up came out and said he because when, when Lane got to Oxford, it was no secret to anybody that was, you know, connected in that world that he didn't love Oxford. He didn't love the idea of being the A of the A-list celebrities. He didn't love the idea of everywhere he goes, um, you know, people follow and, and ask him questions about X, Y, and Z. He didn't love that at first. He didn't love Oxford. That's okay. because that has changed from everything I've heard. Oxford is growing on him. One, he has an awesome house. He's really not in Oxford that much. I mean, he's in Oxford for when he needs to be, he spends time in Boca and LA, not, not too bad. He's got the private jet to see, he can get the heck out of Mississippi whenever he wants. All of that is good. And that sports illustrated article, I can't find an exact quote here, but it's something along the lines of he liked the idea of making Oxford um, his and making Ole Miss a dynasty and a long-term successful program in the same way that Nick Saban kind of went in. I mean, obviously you've got Bear Bryant, but the way that Nick Saban has gone in and turned Tuscaloosa into what it is today. And Lane said something along the lines of he would love to do the same thing in Oxford. Yeah. Or at least it's open to the idea. So if you can right. continue to build on this momentum where you're sitting 15th in brand rankings, I mean, 15 is, is fantastic for a school that is, I believe, the second smallest in the SEC. Um, I, I don't quote me on that. I can't remember. Off the moment, I think you're correct. Only Vandy's yeah, smaller, obviously, because it's private. Right. I, and, and yet you're sitting, let's see, there are one Florida 
A&M, LSU, Georgia, Alabama are the only schools in the SEC ahead of you in this brand ranking survey. That's pretty impressive. And it speaks to, again, shout out to Mount Luke and what he was able to do, keeping that program afloat, keeping the program alive, keeping them out of the basement and falling into irrelevancy. And then now obviously what Lane Kiffin is doing. So pretty awesome to see. Um, I'd be curious to know who these thousand high school players are. I'd be curious yeah. to know where they come from, all that stuff. But taking it at strictly face value, really positive stuff. Really nice to see Ole Miss be a brand that people are excited about. Yeah. All right, we're going to head on over to Jamie Shaw. He is on location in South Carolina at an Adidas circuit. So I will give you fair warning. Um, still can hear him loud and clear, but he is on site. So he is in a gym. There is some background noise. Uh, Jamie was great and, and gracious with his time and and was able to uh, mute himself when he wasn't chatting, so it's not too bad. But, uh, I mean, truly one of the hardest-working guys in the industry. He is everywhere um, just covering high school basketball, high school basketball recruiting, college basketball recruiting. He talks to everyone. Just an amazing source and a great interview talking about Rashad Marshall and the rest of the – 23 targets and a little bit about the 22 class and what Kermit Davis and company are building. So on the other side of the ads, we will talk to Jamie Shaw on three's national basketball analyst. So hang tight for that. Grayson, as always pleasure. We will talk next Tuesday. Um, but yeah, after the break, we will talk with Jamie Shaw. This podcast is brought to you by Lamar Yard, Oxford's indoor outdoor restaurant bar and entertainment space on South Lamar. They now have an updated menu with non-barbecue options from Tex-Mex to Mississippi Delta catfish to smash burgers. And you can contact Lamar Yard for your private events for the spring and summer. They have a dedicated event coordinator who will help you plan your event from start to finish. And they offer on-site catering. From weddings to Greek parties or corporate events, Lamar Yard is the perfect place to host your next party. Lamar Yard is Oxford's quintessential family and pet-friendly venue, and they look forward to hosting you soon. Check them out at lamaryard.com. And if you want a place for clever dishes and captivating cocktails, look no further than So Wild in South Lamar. Chef Erica and her committed team of food and beverage enthusiasts are bringing top-notch cuisine and libations to you six days a week. Whether it's happy hour three to six, fresh squeezed margaritas, ramen, two-for-one Moscow mules, all of that and more, the best and brightest in-house or via curbside pickup. Check them out, solaoxford.com or call them at 662-238-3500 and place your order today. The show also brought to you by Memphis restauranteur Kelly English and his restaurant group in Memphis, Tennessee. The renowned chef and his team are offering nationwide shipping and virtual cooking classes with Cooking with Kelly. You can learn more about the nationwide shipping at irisetc.com and you can also book a virtual cooking class online at table22.com slash iris. Kelly English Restaurant Group in Memphis, Second Line Restaurant Iris, and the Magnolia House down on the coast in Biloxi. The show is also brought to you by Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Get on over, see Cody Allen and the rest of the crew take on their challenge of the wide plush Zoysia fairways and large championship Bermuda greens. They've got two putting greens to hone in your game with the flat stick, the driving range, and a chipping green to tighten up that short game. Book a tee time online at olivebranchgolf.com or give them a call at 662-893-4444. 
podcast brought to you by Protection Unlimited Incorporated, the Mid-South's leader in commercial and residential alarm security. Wayne Lowry and his team have been serving the greater Memphis area and North Mississippi for 50 plus years and would love to get your business and or family protected today. They offer cutting edge security for your home or business with video surveillance options and they're monitoring 24 7 365. You can reach them via phone at 901-754-6510 or email them at info at protectionunlimited.com. Podcast also comes to you thanks to Bluff City Advisory Group, Memphis's leading team of finance professionals. They can provide advanced assistance with financial planning, pension and qualified plan support, and business and estate planning strategies. Former Ole Miss Rebel and founding partner Ben Still, along with his elite level customer service team, make it their goal to help you meet the ongoing demands of your financial needs. Learn more about them at bluffcityadvisory.com. Podcast brought to you by the Barry Home Team. You're ready to sell and make the most net profit from your home. Call Stacy and Rick Barry today. They will lead you through the process from property assessment, repairs, staging, and putting that sold sign in your yard. Both have earned the multi-million dollar club member status, and they would love to assist you today in your real estate ventures. Call them 901-481-6420 or 901-461-6421. After you have talked to the Barry Home Team, you can talk to Saddle Creek Title, another proud sponsor of the show. They're the Mid-South's leader in client-focused, innovative closing solutions. Neil Hanna and his team are more than just a real estate closing firm. They are dedicated to going the distance to ensure the ease and growth of your real estate business. Find more information at SaddleCreekTitle.com or call them 901-753-1600. Show brought to you by Davis McCord State Farm. If you're looking for good neighbor service and surprisingly great insurance rates, look no further than Davis and his team. They are your one-stop shop in Alabama, Arkansas, Tennessee, and Mississippi for the service you deserve at the price you want. So stop looking around, give Davis a call. He is ready to help. 901-755-6110 and get your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are now joined by Jamie Shaw, national recruiting analyst for On3. The guy is a madman who travels all over the country, 
giving you all of the intel for what is going on in college basketball recruiting. He is now joining us here on Not Committed. Jamie, welcome. I know you're uh, I know you're on site right now, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a little loud. But how you doing, man? Yes, yeah, Zach. I'm good, man. I appreciate you having me. I'm glad I can make it on here. Um, big happenings for Ole Miss basketball here lately, and everything too. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited to be here and talking about the one rubber. So. Yesterday, uh, as we were recording this Friday morning, Thursday afternoon, Ole Miss added Rashad Marshall on three consensus four-star from Blytheville, Arkansas. I know that the Rebels felt good about their chances. Um, we'll obviously get into the details of why he chose Ole Miss here in a minute, but I don't think, at least according to the guys at OM Spirit and some of the sources that I had spoken with, they didn't expect a decision to come this quickly. But nevertheless, Rashad Marshall announces for Ole Miss on Thursday, committing over Missouri, Kansas, TCU, Texas A&M, among others. But you've seen him in person. You told me yesterday you really liked this pickup. But what's uh, what's Kermit Davis and his staff getting in Rashad Marshall? Well, the thing you love about Rashad, you see, I'm just physically capable. He's physically ready to come into the SEC right now, strength-wise, strength size-wise, to come in and compete right now in the SEC. Uh, big, strong uh, young man, and the thing that really pops about his game is that he plays so physical. Um, he, he is a true low block guy. He's not afraid of contact at all. He'll put his back to the basket, bury his man on the block. He can go left shoulder, right shoulder with the finishes. Um, you know, he's just a true throwback guy, no nonsense. Um, it has a rugged kind of nature to him um, with the strength and his ability. It's a, it's a really, um, it's just a really good get. We have him number 65, I believe around that area in the country. Um, and, he's, it, you know, it's um, it, the strength and the physicality he plays with, the physicality is what really pops with his game. So you, you mentioned the, the style play. Um, obviously a guy that's comfortable with his back to the basket, um, good hands. I was given a, a look at your scouting report at, uh, at on3.com. You can find that at Richard Marshall's profile. Um, you know, you said that he has good hands. He can finish through contact. You, you already mentioned he can go to both sides. And, um, you know, as far as a scorer on the low block, I know that um, we'll get into uh, who Ole Miss added in the 22 class. But um, it seems like they're starting to prioritize not only physicality, defense, which is, you know, the, the staples of a Kermit Davis team, but they're starting to, to get some scores. Uh, in the locker room there. But as far as offensively, um, you know, I guess the listeners can imagine how he is defending the basket because of his physicality and being aggressive. But as far as on the offensive side, what uh, what is he bringing? Hey, he's a, he's a back-to-basket type of player. So, I mean, he'll, put, he'll, he'll get down there, he'll bury his man deep. Uh, he'll use his lower body, um, push his man – uh, under the basket and get great position. He understands angles incredibly well. He's not the most athletic guy at the basket, but he's very strong. He understands how to use his body. He's got good length. Um, and, and again, the physicality where he can just he, he can set up shop 15 feet out, bury his man, get the ball in a spot, and then finish with both hands left and right. He can knock down a little pick and pop 18 foot jump shot to hit his free throws, um, set great screens, um, be a presence on the defensive rebounding. Um, you know, he's, every, he's probably 6'8", maybe 230. Um, 
and he's a, he's a low block guy. Like he, he's, a, he's a guy that puts his back to the basket. He's a guy that finishes both hands um, around the basket, steals man, and, and get easy buckets playing inside out. Um, I mentioned the the connection with Ole Miss and how the the staff felt really good about their connection that they made with him during his unofficial back in March. And um, I know that you have spoken with him in previous months, and he had always spoken highly of Ole Miss, but um, if you if you read the the spirits take that I put up on omspirit.com, part of on three, uh, he mentioned the you know very intimate connection to Ole Miss because of his late father, um, who was an Ole Miss fan, and um, you know he 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 talked with you about that and how you know that meant a lot to him. Um, outside of that, because I, I would imagine that that's a big deal for him and, and a and a dream for him to go play at a place where his father was a fan of, but what else was it about Ole Miss that helped him go ahead and, and, and pull the trigger this early? Well, he had a, he had knowledge of the program, obviously, because his dad grew up a fan there. Uh, he grew up watching the games, understanding um, what it is. And the staff did a great job of connecting uh, with him. They got him on staff. Even, even the previous people, when Ronnie and Levi were still on staff, they got him on a visit. They got him there early. And, and they stayed the course, even with some staff turnover and all that. They stayed the course with them. Um, they, kept, they kept pushing them. Um, and, and they just did a good job of developing that relationship and comfort. Um, obviously, the young man had, uh, you know, it was a, the story with his father having to take care of him for a little while while his health was deteriorating. And then you know, his father passing and everything and having to uh, move and do all that. There's a lot of trust things there. Um, and Davis and staff were able to really mend that and get the trust factor going uh, to give the kid a comfort level where that's where he wanted to go to school at because Missouri, Kansas, um, schools like that were making the push for that for him. Um, they did want him, and at the end of the day, the relationship with the comfort factor played a huge role in landing him. So I mentioned the, the kind of stockpiling that Ole Miss is doing. Um, they had a Really, I think a a really talented overall 22 signing class, um, you know, wasn't flashy on paper. You know, they finished 39th overall, but they've added some big pieces, two on three consensus four stars in Amari Abram and Malik Ewan. Uh, and then they went into the transfer portal and got three big men. But I know the SEC is, is it, we've talked about it on the show a lot. And I think I believe you and I talked about it last time we spoke on the show about how the SEC is, is full bore. They are all in on basketball. You've got the likes of, of Alabama, Arkansas. We already know Kentucky's always going to be there. Um, you know, A&M is recruiting at a high level um, with, with Buzz. And I, I mean, the conference as a whole now is, is essentially, you know, not to the level of football yet, but they are recruiting at a very high level. And, and Ole Miss, you know, had a tough year, um, a tough season a year ago. Um, but with what they've added with the pieces with Abram at point guard, Ewan at center, and then they've got two really athletic three stars and TJ Caldwell, Robert Coward, and then the aforementioned transfer portal guys. But, you know, wh- how do you think that this, this new look staff, you know, Kermit Davis added Robert Kirby, who is a staple on the recruiting trail. He's been around the game forever. Um, how do you see the rest of this class finishing up? I know there's two names that I want to ask you about, but just, what do you see in terms of how they've been able to recruit despite not having the big success and going to the NCAA tournament like other SEC teams? 
Um, I think they've done, they've done a really good job of, of building a roster here. Um, you know, as you mentioned, they brought in the, the transfers, Mbala, the, the Javius McKinnis, uh, Theo Akuba, I believe that's how you maybe pronounce it. Um, those guys have front court presence. They're, they're old and they've had success at the Division One level. Um, they bring a different type of look and everything to it. So, you know, you establish the physicality, um, as you mentioned before, uh, with three older guys um, who've been there, who rebound, who protect the rim, and can finish around the basket. And then you have um, the younger guys coming in. Obviously, Deshaun Ruffin, I'm sure that there's, there's an expectation um, of the year that he's going to have. And then, as you mentioned, the 2022 recruit, Kamari Abram, he's a very slippery, smooth um, guard who can get to his spot off the bounce. He's not the most athletic, but he's super um, crafty in his ability to kind of get, get to a spot to get a shot off. Um, you've got the athleticism of Caldwell. you got, again, a big physical player in Malik Ewan. Um, you know, and then just kind of a fill in the gap guy with Robert Howard. I mean, the staff has done a great job of kind of flipping the roster and putting together a team that, that fits the style of play um, that Kermit Davis has success with. And, and, and another name to mention on the thing, you mentioned Robert Kirby, Brock Morris, too, um, has been a huge factor on the yes. recruiting trail. Yes. Um, before Ole Miss and getting some of this stuff done and even getting them indoors. Um, but possibly they might not have been in in the past. Yeah, you mentioned uh, getting in on some on some big names. Um, they obviously got Marshall in the fold now, um, who on three rates, uh, I believe, in the top sixty. Um, he's seventy seventh overall in the on three consensus rankings. But another top one hundred guy. They got two in last year's class. Deshaun Ruffin a couple years ago, um, and then now looking ahead to the twenty three class, couple couple guys that they've they've you know got their proverbial claws dug in on. Uh, first, I want to ask you about Jordan Burks from Decatur, Alabama, Central Point Christian, uh, small forward, but 6'9", 180, seems like a very skilled front court guy who can potentially stretch the floor with some uh, development there in his game with his jump shot, but he visited Ole Miss. He said he really likes him, holds other offers from Mississippi State, DePaul, Texas Tech, among others, but um, I don't know if you've seen Burks in person. I would imagine you have because you, you're everywhere. But um, what do you see in Jordan Burks' game? So I actually just talked to Burks yesterday um, at the uh, in Atlanta, and um, he, he's he's a flashes guy. I mean, he's a six foot nine small forward. He's athletic. He's long. Uh, he can put it on the floor. He can shoot it. Um, he's got a great looking frame. Uh, he's out of Florida and played a season in Florida last year. Uh, he visited Ole Miss. That's his only official visit he's taken so far. He's setting up official visits now to go to Texas Tech, where his buddy Justin Jackson is committed to. They played with him, played with him on the Florida Rebels. They were using. Um, they're pretty good friends, so that's one to watch. And Mr. State, he set up an official visit as well. Um, coming up. So, um, in talking with him, I mean, he talked very highly of, of Ole Miss. He talked very highly of the system that they run. Um, and, and, and Ole Miss, I think, is despite you know, the Texas Tech and the misconception of the world. And talking with the kids, he's very um, intrigued by Ole Miss and, and, and the style of play that Kermit Davis has for him and the future um, that Kermit has for how he's going to utilize him. Last guy I wanted to ask you about, um, and I know that you and I have spoken uh, about him uh, a couple times now, um, but uh, Josh Hubbard point guard out of Madison, Mississippi at, at Madison Regional Academy. Uh, our listeners will be familiar with him. 
uh, I mean, just lit up the high school competition a year ago. Um, I believe he's already on pace to shatter the all-time scoring record in the state, which is insane with, uh, you know, the, the likes of Malik Newman and, and Monte Ellis and, and others that have played. Deshaun Ruffin played in the state of Mississippi that are guys that scored at a very high level at the prep level. Um, I know that you and I have talked about him. You love his game. Um, you know, we mentioned Ruffin a couple times. He's kind of got a little Deshaun Ruffin in him um, to his game, maybe a little Stephon Moody-ish. Um, LSU's offered him. Houston's offered him. Mississippi State's offered him. Um, I know that Matt McMahon and that staff are, are looking at him closely, but what do you like out of uh, James Hubbard? Well, uh, he is a – I, I, you hit the nail on the head. He's an unabashed scorer. He's about 5'11", 6 foot. He does a lot of burst and pop. And he just gets to the basket and knows how to score the ball. Old Miss has had a lot of success with undersized scoring guards kind of in that manner. So I'm back to Brian Tyree. You have this on Ruffin right now. You have all these guys who have had recent success at, at, at Old Miss. And Hubbard kind of fits that role. He's also a local kid from Mississippi. Um so there's a clear pathway uh, for how he's going to succeed in the SEC playing for Thurman Davis at Ole Miss. Um, he, he, he's very good. He gets downhill. He absorbs contact at the rim. He gets to the free throw line. He's got a lot of burst and pop to his game. He can knock down jump shots. Um, and, and he plays with a toughness. He plays with an edge and a confidence to his game um, that I think fans will come to, to really appreciate and enjoy. Hi, Jamie. This was awesome. Again, I, I can't thank you enough. I know you're busy. You're, you're. It, the listeners can tell you're, you're, you're on site. You're working. I appreciate you stepping away to talk with me for a couple minutes. Uh, you can find all of Jamie's stuff on Twitter at Jamie Shaw Five, and of course, you can find his stuff also at On3.com. Jamie, appreciate the time, man. I'm sure we'll catch up uh, down the road at some point. Absolutely, and Zach. I wanted to also note for your fans that. Uh, that I did put in a crystal ball for Josh Hubbard to go to Ole Miss. I have put in my, my RPM, my expert pick in my RPM. I'm pretty predicting change those that aren't aware. That's what um, the prediction machine that on three has um, on the back end. Make sure you check it out. But I did put in a pick for, for Josh Hubbard to go to Ole Miss. Okay, yeah. Well, you joined me there because I, I think Ole Miss is going to eventually land him. He's, uh, I believe he's anticipating making a decision in September. Um, wanting to get ahead of that before his senior season. But, yeah, Jamie, appreciate the time, man. Great stuff. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk again down the road. Zach, I appreciate it. And, uh, let me know how I can help. And thank you guys so much. All right. That's going to do it for Not Committed. Thanks to Jamie. Thanks to Grayson for joining us. We'll be back next Tuesday with another show. Thanks to you, the listeners. First and foremost, we appreciate you all. Thanks to the sponsors to make the show possible. And remember, like, subscribe, and leave a review. Stay locked in at on3.com and omspirit.com. For Jamie, for Grayson, I'm Zach. We out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.